Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. So 348 for the 11th of Cheshvan in a leap year. The subject of today's podcast episode, uh, or actually the next few episodes that we're going to be uh, covering, is the role of the tzaddik in Jewish life. Tzaddik is a word that is commonly um, translated to mean righteous person. Um, or holy man, holy woman, and it's a, a woman could be a tzaddikis as well. Uh, we spoke about the kind of technical definition of a tzaddik very much earlier on in the Tanya, where we talked about like the different categories of Jews, where there's the tzaddik, the rasha, and the benoni, like the righteous person, the wicked person, and the intermediate person. But today specifically, we're going to be talking about the tzaddik, not so much in terms of their internal makeup of what makes a person a tzaddik, but more in terms of like, once we know, once we've established that that a person has this title of a tzaddik, has this title of a righteous person, how does this relate to us? What relationship does this have to our, to our lives? Uh, How do we relate to such a person? And how does this affect our personal service of God? So we've already learned about in previous parts of the Tanya, what comes to mind specifically is like the famous chapter 32 of Tanya, this, which talks about the uh, inter-inclusiveness of all Jewish people and how we're all really interconnected and one being likened, like all Jewish people can be likened to like different parts of the body. And the tzaddik is known as being a, a, a specific individual who kind of embodies this unity, who kind of is connected to everybody, to all Jewish people on this more collective level. So this particular epistle that we're going to be beginning today, which is Epistle 27, was actually a letter of consolation that the altar about wrote to his chassidim upon the passing of such a tzaddik, of such a righteous person, namely uh, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Haradak, otherwise known as Rabbi, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Vitebsk. And this was actually one of the altar Rebbe's mentors. So this was somebody that the altar Rebbe, you know, the altar Rebbe himself was a tzaddik, and the altar Rebbe looked up to this Rav Menachem Mendel of Horodok or Ritaps, as did many of his followers at the time. And so most obviously, when, when this uh, tzaddik passed away, then they were really sad and really downtrodden, which is to be understood, right? Uh, but so today's letter is a letter of consolation, today's that we're going to be beginning. And it's, and it's really the consolation comes in the form of really understanding the role that a tzaddik plays in terms of the collect the collective Jewish people and um and how the and so the how the life of a tzaddik is really very different than the life of the average regular person and so thus the passing of a tzaddik should be seen as such as well and uh, and what 
actually happens when the tzaddik passes away and that it's not just that they just leave the world entirely but it, there's something that they leave over there's a, due to the nature of their life due to the nature of a tzaddik's life and the uniqueness of the tzaddik's life this also um contributes to the nature of their passing as well and what it is that they leave over to their followers in their life so with that being said let's get straight into the text and kind of explain and explore a little bit more as we go so this epistle actually begins with a little introductory remark um, that telling us that this is something that was written by the altar rebbe this was a letter that was written by the altar rebbe to the inhabitants the chassidim who lived in the holy land um, which may be speedily uh, rebuilt and established in our days amin says the text uh, in order to console them with a redoubled support on the passing of Ra the the gaon the the genius this uh renowned man who was a uh, a holy man a holy man of god a light of israel a pillar a right hand pillar a mighty hammer so these are all different descriptions of this rabbi menachem mendel who is our teacher our mentor rabbi menachem mendel May his soul rest in Gan Eden. So, uh, so, okay, so here now the letter begins. So the letter begins with very endearing terms. The the uh, the altar says, "My beloved, my brethren, my friends, uh, who are as dear to me as my soul." He says, "May you all live um, forever. Your children and the seeds of truth. May you be blessed by Hashem forever and ever." After first. Uh, give uh, asking about the welfare of those who love God, God's name. So, you know, first he's sort of like making sure that the, his chassidim are okay. He said, I came here to speak to the hearts of the downtrodden who are sighing and growing and over this passing of this righteous man, of this Rabbi Menachem Mandel, uh, to console them with doubled and redoubled effort. And the way that the altar is going to console them is um, giving over to them something that he had heard and something that he had understood himself. So this was something that he himself had learned um, about the teaching, a famous teaching of the sages, which is the Shavak Chaim Lechol which is a famous saying that is often used, quoted by the sages, it, um, in reference to Atzarik. After Atzarik passes away, the Shavak Chaim Lecholchai means he has left life for all the living. This is often like a, a common uh, descriptor that's used after saying this Tzadik passed away, he has less, left life for all the living. So the altar is going to explore this saying a little bit. What does that mean? What does that mean exactly? That after Tzadik passes away, he leaves life for all the living. So first of all, we have to understand what is Tzadik's life exactly? When we say that he leaves his life for all the living, what is it exactly? What is Tzadik's life? So uh, first, First of all, the, the, in order to explore the tzaddik's life, the altar rabbi brings a citation from Habakkuk chapter two, verse four, where it says, "Tzaddik b'munato yichye." A tzaddik lives by his faith, meaning to say that the tzaddik's life is his faith. So there's something about emuna that is very tied up in a tzaddik's life. Then there's another citation here. This one's from Mishlei chapter nineteen, verse twenty-three, which says, "Yirat Hashem l'chaim." The awe of God is for is what leads to life so now so we have the emuna which is essential to life faith then there's the fear of god which is also tied into the the life of a tzaddik 
And then the altar Rebbe here makes reference to a citation from Shir Hashirim, chapter eight, verse six, which talks about um, the fiery flames of sparks of, of the love of God uh, that that the tzaddik loves more than his life. Uh, so basically, so these are three things basically that the altar Rebbe is saying make up a tzaddik's life: his emuna, his yura, and his ava, his faith his fear, and his love, all for God. And throughout the life of a tzaddik, he invests in these things, the life, the entire life of his ruach and his neshama throughout his whole life. So just a little pause there in terms of uh, ruach, these, these um, terminologies of ruach and neshama. So if you've been following along the podcast for a while, you know that we've referenced this idea that there are three basic levels of the soul, three essential levels of the soul that are found within the body. There's the level of the nefesh, which is like just like the animating force within the body. That's the lowest part of the soul. Then we have the ruach, which is more like the spirit. It's often translated as that's like more associated with like the emotional aspects of the soul, like sort of like the passions in that way. And then you have the neshama, which is associated with the intellectual aspects of the soul. It's the highest level of the soul. And so what happens in in the life of a tzaddik, which, which is interesting, after they pass away, the lowest part of their soul, the nefesh of the soul, actually stays connected to the body, which is why going to the gravesite of a tzaddik is so powerful because there's a part of their soul that's still very much there. The nefesh of their soul is still there. The neshama of their soul gets elevated, that's the highest part, gets elevated back to God. Uh, but then the ruach, sort of the middle part, it's kind of, as we'll learn, sort of stays in this like in-between place. It, it does go up, but there's a portion of the Ruch that does get um, given over to his followers down here. So the Altar Rabbi says this. So the Altar Rabbi says that when the um, the Ruach of the Tariq rises up to God and the Neshama gets gathered up into God, so the Neshama totally gets swept up and elevated and it lifts up to uh, from level to level, one elevation to the next, uh, then the Ruach, the life of the Ruach remains and uh, the deeds which he had been involved with um, with within Israel, within the Jewish people. Um, and then the ultra brings a citation from Mishlei chapter 10, verse 16, the labor of a tzaddik for life, meaning, so that meaning that like a tzaddik's whole entire life is in this labor for the sake of God. So this is, this is the ruach of the tzaddik. This is given over to every person. This, this becomes the, the nefesh of every person, the soul of every person. So the nefesh again is the lowest level of the soul, but that's like sort of like the life force, the life force of every soul. Um, which is which is bound to to his soul with a with a thick the thick ropes of his great love and his eternal love, because any man who desires life to cleave to the living God. So meaning to say that like God is the true life, as we've learned before. Like if you really love your life, then you love God. That's the natural extension because God is ultimately life, the source of all life. Um, so through the a person's service, they will attach their soul and they will be bound up in the bond of life with God, with the life of the the ruach of the, of the breath of their nostrils. So this is like very poetic type of language, um, as we have said. And then here, the altar quotes Echa chapter four, verse 20, 
in its protective shadow, we will live amongst the nations. So meaning that like, you know, amongst like this, this uh, life of God, of God, like uh, really attaching ourselves to God in our life, this will protect us amongst the non-Jewish nations. Um, so this, this life, this life of the tzaddik that we're talking about, this, his avoda, his service of God, he left this to all of us, each and every one of us in accordance to the level of their sincere attachment to him and with uh, with their love, with a true love, a true and pure love. And here's a citation from Tehillim chapter 64, verse 7, from the innermost core of man and from the depths of his heart. So this is a uh, f- uh, quote, quote that we've cited often in the Tanya from Mishli chapter 27 verse 19 that from like water to water so like there's that reflection again that it's like when you uh, really attach yourself to the tzaddik then the tzaddik will attach herself to you and uh, this is from the Zohar that spirit rouses spirit and brings forth spirit so basically it's like you get what you put out so it's like if you attach yourself to the tzaddik the tzaddik will attach herself to you and so so through attaching yourself to the tzaddik, then the ruach of the tzaddik will stand in our midst. And when he will see that his children, meaning his followers, embody the work of his hands by sanctifying God's name, then his name, then God's name will be sanctified when we walk in a straight path in one of his paths that he has shown us. And we will walk in his ways forevermore. So that's the end of the section. It's kind of cryptic and very, very poetic. And it's going to be elaborated upon more as we get deeper into the letter. But the main takeaway from here that uh, that we're taking is that a tzaddik's life is not a regular life. A tzaddik's life is very different. Their, their whole entire life is a devotion to God. They don't get caught up in the distractions of the world like like most of us do. And so through this life, since they had such a pure life, then when they pass away, then it's like their passing is not complete. There's a part of themselves that gets left over that stays here. And that part is accessible to their followers, to anybody who chooses to attach themselves to this righteous person who was associated with them in in their lives. So that's uh, where we'll leave off for today. And again, we're going to continue with this letter tomorrow. We're going to get a little bit deeper into these ideas. So stay tuned and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak Ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, Please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.